The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. A lot of you have the day off today. I hope you're able to spend it with family and friends. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, July 5th, 2021. Monday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today we observe the optional memorial of St. Elizabeth of Portugal. Born in 1271, at the age of 12, she was given in marriage to Dennis, the King of Portugal. She grew in God's love through her exercises of piety, including daily mass, but also through her exercises of charity, befriending and helping pilgrims, strangers, the sick, the poor. She remained devoted to her husband, whose infidelity to her was a scandal to the kingdom. Dennis eventually gave up his life of sin, and after the death of her husband, Elizabeth set out and was able to bring a lasting peace between her son and son-in-law, the kings of Portugal and Castile. St. Elizabeth of Portugal, died in 1336. St. Elizabeth of Portugal, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the first reading of the Mass today, we read how King Saul, jealous of David and his success, decided to kill him. It happens at times that those who do good things find difficulties everywhere. How easily David could have given up. Difficulties were the bread and butter of the saints. The enemy never stops trying to discourage those who do good. As Edmund Burke said, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. I find the story of St. John Mary Vianney very encouraging. In his biography, there's an account of a conversation he had with an old woman possessed by an evil spirit. The lady was shouting in the church with a deep voice. To check whether she was possessed, the cure of ours asked the woman in Latin, Tu quises, who are you? And the evil spirit replied, Magister Caput, a head demon. 
and the demon said, You ugly black toad, how you torment me. Black toad was the way the devil referred to priests. So the evil spirit shouted, You're always talking about going away. Why don't you? So many black toads have retired to rest. Why don't you do like them? You have certainly worked enough. You talked of retiring into solitude. Why don't you do so? This was true. He had been thinking about that. So, do you see why this conversation is so important? The enemy was so tired of him that he was begging the saint to retire. <laughs> That's what the enemy wants us to do. That's why he comes when we feel tired or exhausted or sick or humiliated. So, let me stress this point. The great victory of the enemy is not that we fall into sin, because we have an easy solution for that. We go to confession and sort it out. The great victory of the enemy is this, that we get discouraged, that we give up. That's what he's after. That's what he spends all his energies on. That's what he works for, to discourage good people from doing good things. That's what he was asking the curé of ours to do. Just give up, will you? And we know why. When these spirits are furious, they imprudently disclose interesting information. You see, the devil started screaming at St. John Mary Vianney, You are a miser of souls. You snatch as many as you can away from me. He, he was so mad that he confessed to the saint, You have snatched more than 80,000 souls from me. 80,000? Do you see what is at stake here? If the enemy had managed to discourage the cure of ours, so many souls would have paid the price. That's why it is so important that we never forget your words, Jesus. He who perseveres until the end will be saved. And we could add, he will save many others as well. That's why the enemy spends his energies trying to discourage you and me. That is why when we feel tired, just fed up, or we have had a bad day, the enemy is there, lurking around, trying to make some profit out of it. You and I need to know this, and pray about this, and even pray for this. We need to be ready to know when this is happening to us, so that we do not throw in the towel. The biography of St. John Mary Vianney explains that at times the enemy would tempt him with thoughts of despair, bringing up his past sins and his miseries. But the saint would always go to the church, as he describes it, and throw himself in front of the tabernacle like a dog in front of its master. You see, the saints also had these temptations. I shouldn't be surprised if it happens to me. Whenever I find myself wondering, how did I get myself into this? 
Why is everything so difficult? Why is my vocation so hard? When I feel exhausted, when I feel like quitting, when I feel like giving up, Lord, I will not throw in the towel. Instead, I will throw myself at your feet, Jesus, like the cure of ours, to ask you for the grace I need to carry on, to keep up the good work, to lean on you, Jesus, and never give up. I know the enemy wants me to step down. I know that he will present me with reasons to get myself off the hook. But I also know, Jesus, how much you can do if I am faithful, if I keep going, if I don't abandon my mission. I ask you, Lord, for help to never give up like the saints. In the Lord of the Rings, there is a very beautiful scene when Frodo is about to give up and he says to Sam, I can't do this, Sam. And Sam explains how in the great stories, like in the stories of the saints, the main characters had loads of chances to turn back, only they didn't. I know. It's all wrong. By rights, we shouldn't even be here. But we are. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo. The ones that really mattered. Full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end. Because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing. The shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it'll shine out the clearer. Those were the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Furrow, I do understand. I know now. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going. Because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? But there's some good in this world, Mr. Furl. And it's worth fighting for. Mary, my mother immaculate, bring me light when I feel like I am in the dark. Help me to never give up fighting for the good things, for the kingdom of your son. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me 
in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 15 past the hour, we'll pray next. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, July 5th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bow down down and hear me, Lord. Come Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, Let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes I am a reproach an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, You are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyr's strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Guide me in the way of your truth and teach me, for you are my saving God. From the second book of Samuel, Absalom said to the king, Allow me to go to Hebron and fulfill a vow I made to the Lord. For while living in Geshur and Aram, your servant made this vow. If ever, If ever the Lord brings me back to Jerusalem, I will worship him in Hebron. The king wished him a safe journey, and he went off to Hebron. Then Absalom sent spies throughout the tribes of Israel to say, When you hear the second horn, declare Absalom king in Hebron. Two hundred men had accompanied Absalom from Jerusalem. They had been invited and went in good faith, knowing nothing of the plan. Absalom also sent to Ephithopal the Galanite, David's counselor, an invitation to come from his town, Gilo, for the sacrifices he was about to offer. So the conspiracy gained strength, and the people with Absalom increased in numbers. An informant came to David with the report. The Israelites have transferred their loyalty to Absalom. At this, David said to his servants who were with him in Jerusalem, Up, let us take flight, or none of us will escape from Absalom. Leave quickly, lest he hurry and overtake us. Then visit disaster upon us and put the city to the sword. Zadok, too, with all the Levite bearers of the Ark of the Covenant of God, and Abathar brought the Ark of God to a halt until the soldiers had marched out of the city. Then the king said to Zadok, Take the Ark of God back to the city. If I find favor with the Lord, he will bring me back and permit me to see it and its lodging. But if he should say, I am not pleased with you, I am ready. Let him do to me as he sees fit. The king also said to the priest Zadok, See to it that you and Abathar return to the city in peace, and both your sons with you, your own son Amazes and Abathar's son Jonathan. Remember, I shall be waiting at the fords near the desert until I receive information from you. So Zadok and Abathar took the ark of God back to Jerusalem and remained there. As David went up to the Mount of Olives, he wept without ceasing. His head was covered, and he was walking barefoot. All those who were with him also had their heads covered and were weeping as they went. As David was approaching Beruim, a man named Shemaiah, the son of Gera, those of the same clan as Saul's family, was coming out of the place, cursing as he came. He threw stones at David and all the king's officers, even though all of the soldiers, including the royal guard, were on David's right and on his left. Shemaiah said as he cursed, Away, away, you murderous and wicked man! The Lord has requited you for all the bloodshed in the family of Saul, in whose stead you became king, and the Lord has given over the kingdom to your son Absalom, and now you suffer ruin because you are a murderer. Abishai, son of Zerurai, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over, please, and lop off his head. The king replied, What business is it of mine or yours, son of Zariah, that he curses? 
Suppose the Lord has told him to curse David. Who then will dare say, Why are you doing this? Then the king said to Abishai, to all his servants, If my own son, who came forth from my loins, is seeking my life, how much more might this Benjaminite do so? Let him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord has told him to. Perhaps the Lord will look on my affliction and make it up to me with benefits for the curses he is uttering this day. David and his men continued on the road, while Shemaiah kept abreast of them on the hillside, all the while cursing and throwing stones and dirt as he went. The Word of the Lord Even my closest friend who had my trust, he who who ate ate at at my table has turned against me. One of you who is eating with me is about to betray me. He who who ate ate at my my table has has turned turned against me. A reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement, Pope. The command has been written, Cling to the saints, for those who cling to them will be sanctified. There is a passage in Scripture as well which states, With the innocent man you will be innocent, and with the chosen you will be chosen also. Likewise, with the perverse you will deal perversely. Devote yourselves, then, to the innocent and the just. They are God's chosen ones. Why are there strife and passion, schisms, and even war among you? Do we not possess the same spirit of grace which was given to us, and the same calling in Christ? Why do we tear apart and divide the body of Christ? Why do we revolt against our own body? Why do we reach such a degree of insanity that we forget that we are members one of another? Do not forget the words of Jesus our Lord. Woe to that man! It would be better for him if he had not been born rather than scandalize one of my chosen ones. Indeed, it would be better for him to have a great millstone round his neck and to be drowned in the sea than that he lead astray one of my chosen ones. Your division has led many astray, has made many doubt, has made many despair, and has brought grief upon us all and still your rebellion continues. Pick up the letter of blessed Paul the Apostle. What did he write to you at the beginning of his ministry? Even then, you had developed factions. So Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, wrote to you concerning himself and Cephas and Apollos. But that division involved you in less sin because you were supporting apostles of high reputation and a person approved by them. We should put an end to this division immediately. Let us fall down before our Master and implore His mercy with our tears. Then He will be reconciled to us and restore us to the practice of brotherly love that benefits us. For this is the gate of justice that leads to life, as it is written, Open to me the gates of justice. When I have entered there, I shall praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The just shall enter through it. There are many gates which stand open, but the gate of justice is the gateway of Christ. All who enter through this gate are blessed, pursuing their way in holiness and justice, performing all their tasks without discord. A person may be faithful. He may have the power to utter hidden mysteries. He may be discriminating in the evaluation of what is said and pure in his actions. But the greater he seems to be, the more humbly he ought to act, and the more zealous 
he ought to be for the common good rather than his own interest. Though I am not bound to anyone, I became a slave to all. To the weak, I became weak. I became all things to all men, that I might at least save some. I was eyes for the blind and feet for the lame. I was a father to the poor. I became all things to all men, that I might at least save some. Let us pray. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Today's Gospel is coming up in just a few minutes. It's 23 minutes before the hour, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time, July 5th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible. A little girl has died and a woman has had a hemorrhage for 12 years. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. While he was thus speaking to them, behold, a ruler came in and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus rose and followed him with his disciples. And behold, a woman who had suffered from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. For she said to herself, If only I touch his garment, I shall be made well. Jesus turned, and seeing her, he said, Take heart, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. (laughs) Jesus came to the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the crowd making a tumult. Depart, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But when the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. The report of this went through all that district. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. The Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us that everyone who is saved is saved through Christ and His Church. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Everyone looks for Jesus. Everyone needs Jesus. And he in turn is always ready to have compassion on all who approach him with faith. His most sacred humanity was like a channel through which all graces flowed for as long as he remained among men. This is why the crowds tried to touch him, for there flowed out from him a power that cured all. The woman we hear about in the Gospel of today's Mass also felt moved to approach Christ. 
to her physical sufferings, which had already lasted for 12 years, was added the shame of feeling herself impure according to the law. The Jews at that time considered not only the woman affected by a sickness of this type to be impure, but also everything she touched. This is why she approached Jesus from behind and touched just his cloak so that people would not notice her. She delicately touched the hem of his cloak. She approached with faith. She believed, and she knew she had been cured. These miracles, cures and the casting out of devils that Christ worked while he lived on this earth were a proof that the redemption was already a reality, not merely a hope. The people we see coming up to the Master foretell, as it were, the devotion Christians would later have to the most sacred humanity of Christ. Later, when he was about to go up to heaven and take his place beside his Father, knowing that we would always have need of him, he established the means by which at any time or in any place we would be able to receive the infinite riches of the redemption. He founded the church in such a way that we would easily see it or find it. When we look for the church, we are like those people who looked for the Son of Mary. To be in the church is to be with Jesus. To unite oneself to this flock is to unite oneself to Jesus. To belong to this society is to be a member of his body. It is only in the church that we can find Christ, Christ himself, the very same Christ that the chosen people waited so long for. Those people who claim to approach Christ while leaving his church to one side and even causing her harm may one day get the same surprise as St. Paul did when he was on his way to Damascus. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. And the venerable Bede reflects that he does not say, Why are you persecuting my members? But, Why are you persecuting me? For he is still affronted in his body, which is the church. Paul did not know until that moment that to persecute the church was to persecute Jesus himself. When he speaks about the church later on, he does so in words that describe her as the body of Christ, or simply as Christ, and he describes the faithful as members of Christ's body. It is not possible to love, follow, or listen to Christ without loving, following, or listening to the church, because she is the presence, at once sacramental and mysterious, of our Lord, who prolongs his saving mission in the world to the very end of time. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez, is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, time to pray. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters, your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. 
Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun, to the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of Truth, and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The, the vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. When I found your words, I devoured them. They became my joy and the happiness of my heart, because I bore your name, O Lord God of hosts. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to, to God. God. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing, Sing for joy, God's, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing a new song to the Lord. Give him the praise that is due. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham 
to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship Him without fear, holy and righteous in His sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare His way, to give His people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord for he has come to his people and set them free. Let us pray. Our Savior has made us a nation of priests to offer acceptable sacrifice to the Father. Let us call upon him in gratitude. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Christ, eternal priest, you conferred the holy priesthood on your people. Grant that we may offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to the Father. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. In your goodness, pour out on us the fruits of your Spirit. Patience, kindness, and gentleness. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. May we love you and possess you, for you are love. And may every action of our lives praise you. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. May we seek those things which are beneficial to our brothers without counting the cost. To help them on the way to salvation. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty Father, you have brought us to the light of a new day. Keep us safe the whole day through from every sinful inclination. May all our thoughts, words, and actions aim at doing what is pleasing in your sight. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. John and Glenn with Morning Air next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.